home. It's more than just a physical space we occupy, more than a building made of brick and mortar. Home is the place we feel most welcomed by the people we love. It's where we go to belong. For some, home is unimaginable. It's a reality too far away to be grasped. Some have wandered or gotten lost, feeling stranded and alone. Some have even sacrificed so that others have a place to call home. But this one thing is certain. No matter where you are, home is always something you can come back to. Merry Christmas, Orchard Church, and welcome to our first Christmas in our new home. Can we give the Lord some praise tonight? Amen. It is such an honor and privilege and blessing to have all of you with us on this Christmas Eve. Uh, this is truly a dream come true for our church uh, to have a home of our own now, a facility in this community, to have a, a permanent home and that you've chosen to join us on this historic and first Christmas in, in our no, new home. And we're, we're talking about home this Christmas and coming home for Christmas. And let me ask you this question by a show of hands. How many of you have ever left home for an extended period of time and then came back home or came home for Christmas? Would you raise your hand? I think a lot of us have had that happen. Uh, for me, it was when I left home uh, for my freshman year of college. I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then I left home uh, to go to school in Norman, Oklahoma. It's about two hours away. I attended the University of Oklahoma. I became a Sooner, and I, I think I read somewhere that the Sooners are in the college playoffs this year and might be playing for the national. I just, Sooner, yeah, I just had, I'm sorry, I had to throw that out there. I just thought I read that somewhere and just wanted to mention it uh, this Christmas. But I remember when I went away, and I was about two hours away, and I only got to come home a couple of weekends, and then there were several weeks before I came home for Christmas, and I couldn't wait to get home for Christmas, coming home for Christmas for the first time after going off to college, and I remember getting, getting home, and I looked forward to sleeping in my own bed. I looked forward to eating my mom's home cooking. I always loved my mom's cooking, but after, you know, living off of college cafeteria food the best you can for four months, I, I loved her cooking. I got to hang out with my dog, not my cat. Never have one of those. Somebody asked me last night, Pastor Doug, do you really hate cats? And I said, no, I don't hate cats. I just don't want one because most of them are possessed. And so that's why. And so I, I played with my dog. And I remember this. You, you may think this is kind of silly, but I, I told my mom, I said, you know, don't decorate the tree until I come home because my mom and I, every Christmas, it was our tradition that we would decorate the tree together. And so I said, you can put the tree up, but don't decorate it until I get home. So she waited until I got home from college. We decorated the tree together. Now, I couldn't put the star on top of the tree. I couldn't reach that. 
Go ahead, have a laugh, it's okay. My, my dad had to take care of that, but it, but it was a special time. Now you fast forward 30 years, and I have a son in college, and he's a senior in college, and I remember this year, as my wife and I and our daughter, we were getting things ready around the house for Christmas, we all said, until Caleb, our son, gets home, it's just not gonna feel like Christmas. It's just not gonna seem right. And once he got home, it, it felt like Christmas, because there's something special about being home for, for Christmas. Maybe Dorothy said it best in one of my favorite movies, The Wizard of Oz. Let's say it together. She said, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. And there's a difference between having a house and having a home. I think we would agree. Because a home is where the people are that you love and that you care about. It's, it's not about a place. It's about the people. It's about the relationships that are there in that home. And as we think about Christmas and what does Christmas mean in the Christmas story, really the essence of the Christmas story is that God loved us so much, he wanted a personal relationship with each and every one of us that he made it possible for us to have a home in heaven with him forever, for all eternity. That's really the story of Christmas. Think about it this way. Jesus left his home in heaven so that you and I could have a home in heaven. Can we praise him for that tonight? Amen, church. He left his home in heaven so that you and I could have a home in heaven, a relationship with God forever. And, and I want us to look at one passage tonight. If you'll turn over on the back of your newsletter, we've printed out this passage for you. It's in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. And I want us to read these words of Jesus our Lord as he talks about this heavenly eternal home that he wants us to be a part of. He wants us to experience. He wants us one day for all eternity to come home to this place. And he's talking to some of his disciples. And John chapter 14 beginning in verse 1 and Jesus said this don't let your hearts be troubled there may be some of you here tonight this Christmas and you're going through a difficult time and your heart is troubled I got some good news for you Jesus says don't let your heart be troubled he says trust in God and trust also in me there is more than enough room in my father's what church home in my father's home he's talking about our eternal home if this were not so would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you and when everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. He's talking about our eternal home. And you know the way where I'm going. And some of his disciples were hearing in this and they were like, we're not sure what you're talking about, Jesus. Can you explain this a little further? No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way to this eternal forever home? And one of the most important verses, in my opinion, in all of the Bible that separates biblical Christianity from all the other religions of the world is found right here in John chapter 14, verse 6. And Jesus told him, I am the way. Everybody say, the way. Amen. Notice what Jesus didn't say. Didn't, Jesus didn't say, I'm a way. He didn't say, I'm one of the ways. I'm just one option among many. No, Jesus said, if you want to have an eternal home in heaven with God forever, Jesus said, I am what, church? I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through me. And that is fantastic news for all of us this Christmas season. That God loved us enough to send his one and only son, Jesus, 
so that we could have a home in heaven forever for all eternity. And the way to that home is Jesus. And Jesus did everything to prepare the way for us because that baby that was born in a manger 2,000 years ago and what, why we celebrate Christmas lived a perfect sinless life and he grew up to be a man at the age of 33. He died on the cross to pay for all of our sins, your sins and my sins. The Bible says we have all sinned and we have fallen short of a relationship with God because of our sin. But the good news in Romans 6, 23, it says the payment of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He prepared the home for us. The, the most important question I believe that we all need to answer this Christmas is this. Do, have we made our reservation in heaven? Have we made our reservation for our heavenly home? Because some of you may have never heard this, but the Bible tells us that God has a reservation book in heaven where he has the names of everyone written down that has put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and accepted him as Lord and Savior. And God writes their name in a book called the Lamb's Book of Life. It's God's reservation book in heaven. I don't know about you guys, but I want to make sure my name is in that book. Amen? I mean, that, that's an important reservation that you want to double check on to make sure that you have a reservation for the heavenly home that Jesus has prepared for you. And this last semester here at our church, my wife and I, we hosted a small group in our home. And we got to know 10 or 12 wonderful people in our church. And there was one gentleman in our church, and on, on a Wednesday night, he had visited the doctor that day, and he came to our group, and he announced to us, he said, I just found out that I have cancer. And then he came to me afterward and he said, Pastor Doug, can I talk to you? He said, I've, I've, I've grown up in church all of my life. I've, I've followed Jesus, but you know, I don't know if I have months to live. I don't know if I have years to live. I, I don't know. But here's what I do know. I want to know that I have a home in heaven. I want to know that my reservation is made, that my name is in God's book. And I said, well, boy, that's the most important thing to make sure of. And we sat down at our kitchen table and I opened the word of God and we went through it and he got the assurance of his salvation that he had put his faith and trust in Christ. And 12, 12 days later, he went home to be with the Lord. But we praise God that we know where he is today because he made his reservation for his heavenly home. He was prepared. Let me say it to you this way, church, on this Christmas Eve. This might be one of the most important things that you hear is this, heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Jesus did his part to prepare a heavenly home for us, and he died for us. But then we have to do our part to prepare. And you say, well, what do I have to do to prepare? It's not about anything that you do or I do. It's about what Jesus did for us. And it's about preparing our heart and our life in faith to say yes to Jesus, the one who 2,000 years ago said yes to us and he came and he died in our place. And so are you ready? Are you prepared to receive this Christmas the greatest gift that you could ever receive, the gift of everlasting life? Because Jesus left his home in heaven so that you and I could have a home in heaven for all eternity, forever. Would you bow? In, in, in prayer with me, with heads bowed and eyes closed for just a moment. Are you prepared for your heavenly home? Have you received the gift of salvation? The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave. Christmas is about giving, and God gave the greatest gift. He gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life, an eternal home in heaven. 
You see, God didn't shout his love from heaven. He showed his love on earth when he came here and he died for us. And I believe there may be some of you that are here tonight, this Christmas Eve, and it's time for you to prepare for your eternal home. Jesus has done everything to prepare the home for you, but have you prepared your heart? Have you said yes to Jesus? Do you know for sure without a doubt your name is written in God's reservation book? If you're not sure, you can be sure in just a moment before you leave here tonight. Because the Bible says whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And one of the ways that we call on God is through prayer. And in just a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer out loud, and I'm going to help some of you with the words to a prayer where you can say yes to Jesus. You can invite him into your life. You can receive the gift of salvation. You can know that your name is written in God's reservation book for all eternity. This isn't a magic prayer you say. These aren't magic words that we say. But when they come from a heart of belief and faith, it changes everything. And so if God is speaking to you in that way this Christmas, and you know who you are, if you know that it's time to say yes to Jesus, it's time that you make sure without a doubt that your reservation in heaven is secure. I invite you to pray this prayer with me from your heart to God's right now, this Christmas Eve, right where you sit. And it goes like this. Jesus I want to spend eternity with you. I want to know that I have a heavenly home. Thank you for preparing that home for me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me to forgive and take away my sins that separated me from you. And by faith, I say yes to you, Jesus, this Christmas. Yes, be my Lord. Yes, be my Savior. I want a relationship with you and a home in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me and accepting me. Thank you. Thank you. As we continue in an attitude of prayer for just a moment with heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking around. I don't, I don't want to embarrass anybody. I would never, ever want to do that. But if you just prayed that prayer of faith, and I believe many of you did, like about 75 people did last night in our service. If you just prayed that prayer, that's the most important decision you could ever make. And we take that very seriously here at Orchard Church. And I would love the privilege to pray for you. If you prayed that prayer, I would love the privilege to pray for you that you would grow in your walk and relationship with Jesus from this day forward. So on the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to slip up your hand nice and high just so I can see it. Nobody else looking around so I can pray for you. Thank God for your decision and pray that you would grow in your walk and relationship with Jesus. You know who you are if you prayed this prayer. One, two, three. Raise your hand. Nice and high. Lift them up. Nice and high. Nice and high. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve people over here. Probably 15, 20 people in this section over here. 10 or 12 people in this section over here. 15, 20 people over here. Can we just give praise to God for this Orchard Church? This is what it is all about. So many hands. I, I couldn't catch all of your hands. You can put them down. But God sees every heart and God sees every decision. And we praise God for your decision. Our mission here at Orchard Church is very simple, to help people find and follow Jesus. And we praise God that many of you have found him this Christmas, the greatest gift of all. And I wanna pray for you right now. Father, we just lift up all those that said yes to you last night, that have said yes to you in this first Christmas Eve service. We, we thank you in advance for those that are going to receive the gift of salvation in the services to come. 
Lord, we, we just pray that they would grow in their walk and relationship with you. We, we praise you and thank you that their name right now is being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Their reservation in heaven is being made. But Lord, I pray that they would grow in their walk and relationship with you every day from now to the day that they get to spend eternity with you forever. And we thank you that heaven is a prepared place for prepared people and that you did everything to prepare an eternal home for us and we look forward to being with you forever. And this Christmas we give you praise and glory and honor as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Hey, Orchard, can we celebrate big time that many people saying yes to Jesus this Christmas? Amen. 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 Listen, very important right now, if you just raised your hand and you made a decision for Christ, again, we take that very seriously here. Please let us know about that. Inside of your newsletter, there's a connection card. And if you would just give us your contact information and check that box that says, I accepted Christ, I said yes to Jesus, drop that in the offering bucket. I'll tell you why. We're going to send you a book in the mail free. It's called I Said Yes. It'll help you in your new walk and journey with Christ. Um, Also, we're going to be praying for you by name. We've got a prayer team. We're going to be praying for you as you grow in your new relationship uh, with Jesus. We also want to welcome all of our first-time guests at Orchard. Thanks so much for spending Christmas with us. I hope you filled out that guest connection card. Please drop that in the offering bucket when it goes by in just a moment. We are not interested in your money at all, first-time guests, but we're definitely interested in getting to know you. And so if you drop that in, give us your contact information. All that's going to happen is we're going to send you a thank you note and a free gift in the mail uh, for being our guest. If you do not have a church home, we would love to invite you back on a regular Sunday service. Now, next Sunday, Sunday, we will not be meeting. Uh, we're giving a break to all of our staff, our over 400 volunteers. So if you show up next Sunday, you're having church in the parking lot, okay, which you could do. But then the following Sunday, January 7th, will be our, our first services in the new year. We're kicking off a brand new series, as you watched on the rundown, called This Is Up Us. And we'd love to invite you back to join us for that series. We're going to close in just a moment with a song of worship, one of my favorite songs, Oh Holy Night. And, and we're going to take a special offering tonight. This offering is not for ordinary. Orchard Church. This does not go to us at all. Any undesignated funds that come in, any loose cash that comes in, we're going to be using this to send to our three feeding centers. We feed over 500 kids um, every day through our feeding centers in the Philippines, Mexico, and Haiti. And so we want to give them a nice Christmas this year. Also, if you're here this Christmas and you're 21 years of age or older, and you have a legitimate need in your life this Christmas for food, shelter, or clothing, when that offering bucket goes by, if there's loose cash in there that would be a blessing and help to you, we encourage you to take that. We want to bless you with that special Christmas gift uh, this Christmas. That'd be okay, Orchard Church, if we bless some people in that way. Amen? All right. Here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do. Let's stand as we close in a song of worship. Now, we're not doing candlelight because we don't want to burn down our new facility. And we don't want wax on our new chairs. So we're going to go technology. We're going to ask you to take out your cell phone and light up your flashlight. We're going to turn out all the lights. You guys are going to create the stars for Oh Holy Night. So we're going to close in a song of worship. God bless you guys. Have a very Merry Christmas.